As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Dare to Soar with your host, Dr. R.C. Dr. R.C. will empower, encourage, and strengthen you. She will help you to soar to your highest potential while instilling hope. Please welcome the host of Dare to Soar, Dr. R.C. Social workers desire to improve people's lives while bringing their skills, knowledge, compassion, patience, and hunger for change as they advocate for social, culture, and economic impact, along with helping people manage challenges with health, aging, children, families, and other life issues. Now, as we all know and are aware, isolation during the corona pandemic is truly a big concern. And that is why social workers have been designated essential workers by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, while ensuring that the most vulnerable members of our society are safe at this very critical moment and time. Most social workers focus their skills in one of more than 40 practice areas. And this morning, I'm going to be sharing one of those areas with you, but allow me to just give you just a few more, and then you will be able to additionally look up those as well. Now, medical social workers I'll be speaking with this morning, but there is education, there's veterans affairs, mental health, homelessness, or substance abuse. And I'm just naming a few of them because remember I said 40 other areas. Good morning. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. I am Dr. R.C., your host, and you are listening to Dare to Soar. Listeners, this morning, I will be sharing with everyone across the globe why social workers are essential in COVID-19 by speaking with medicals, two medical social workers, Mrs. Renisha Presberry from Virginia, who's an LCSW, along with Miss Amy Flinko, LCSW who resides in New Mexico. Now, I want to get underway also by sharing a bit of information about both of these dynamic young women with you. 
Renisha Pressberry is originally from Long Island, New York. With over 18 years of experience in behavioral health, she's earned a Bachelor in Social Work degree in 2002 and her Master's of Social Work degree in 2009 from Norfolk State, Virginia. University, excuse me. Ms. Pressberry became a certified substance abuse counselor in 2006 and a licensed clinical social worker in 2013. She has worked with many different populations, including at risk youth, domestic violence, substance abuse, the seriously mentally ill, and homelessness. She was the site director for a methadone clinic, a family victim advocate with the U.S. Navy, a therapeutic day treatment clinician with the public school system, a family-centered specialist at the community-based agency, and a licensed therapist at an inpatient psychiatric hospital. She has provided individual, group, and family therapy in the community and in practice privately to civilians and active duty service members and their families. Ms. Pressberry is currently a military family counselor with the U.S. military and a crisis clinician in an emergency room. She has provided clinical supervision to graduate students at Old Dominion University and Liberty University. She is also an approved clinical supervisor and supervisors in social work. She currently lives in Virginia and enjoys spending time with her family, traveling, listening to music, and binge-watching old television sitcoms. Now for my second guest, Ms. Amy Flinko is a licensed clinical social worker with an accredited social work case management. She has been a social worker since 1996. Ms. Flinko has experience in child protective services, advocacy for individuals with disabilities, early intervention, and over 13 years in medical social work and has been at the University of New Mexico Hospital for over three years. Prior to this, she worked as a social worker for hospice. Currently, she assists in the neuroscience ICU and the medical ICU. Ms. Flinko has two children and three dogs. Listeners, please help me welcome both of my guests this morning. Ladies, how are you all doing? Good morning from beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico. Welcome, welcome. And Ms. Persbury, how are you? Thank you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Absolutely. So listeners, before we really get down into everything, take out your notebooks, as I always say. I'm going to say that call-in number several times, so let me begin with that now, which is 1-866-451-1451. And one last thing, if you have Alexa or Exo in your home while you're walking around, moving around, getting yourselves together, just ask one of them to play Dare to Soar podcast. And guess what? You'll be tuned in with us live. So ladies, let's get started because I have quite a few questions I want to get into the both of you. Now, let me ask Ms. Flinko this first. Please define your role within your current medical setting. Sure. So I am a social work case manager at the University of New Mexico Hospital. It's a level one trauma center. It's the only one in New Mexico, and it's the only one in a lot of the outlying areas as well. Um, I assist with discharge planning, as well as uh, consulting and assessing patients who have social challenges that either prevent them from being discharged appropriately from the hospital, or they have challenges that uh, keep them repeat returning to the hospital as well. 
Outstanding. Outstanding. And now, Ms. Cressberry, would you please respond to that same question by defining your role within your current medical setting? Sure. Um, I'm a crisis clinician in the emergency room at um, one of our city hospitals. Basically, I'm consultant on patients that are experiencing any type of mental health issues like suicidal thoughts, depression, um, psychosis, substance abuse, just to name a few. Outstanding, outstanding. Listeners, take notes. This is going to be some really, really good stuff. And I'd like to call upon all of the social workers across the globe as we have this conversation, because this conversation is so vitally, vitally important to our profession as a whole. Now, allow me to continue on. What are some of your clinical, what are some of your ethical obligations, being that we are no longer able to provide services in the traditional way since entering into the this new normal of COVID-19. Now, I want you both to answer that question, but let me start off with Ms. Pressberry first this time. Sure. Um, in my role as a crisis clinician, I am still providing services as I always have. Basically, I do crisis evaluations to determine the treatment needs of the patients. So if they need outpatient therapy resources or a possible inpatient psychiatric hospitalization, as far as any ethical obligations are concerned, um, for me in the hospital, it would be ensuring that any patient I'm trying to have admitted to a hospital, that they've at least been screened for COVID-19 by the ER doctors, that they're not exhibiting any symptoms, and that is documented in their chart. Outstanding, outstanding. Now, Ms. Plinko, please respond to that same question. Sure. So I'm finding the main ethical obligation that I'm concerned about working in the ICUs is confidentiality because we're no longer doing face-to-face visits right now. We're not allowed to. So we're doing most of our assessments by talking to next of kin or identified family members um, or if they have one, a power of attorney. So it's difficult to promote also self-determination because we're assessing what Uh, family members see as an issue or a challenge, not necessarily what the patient is seeing as a challenge. So you can't assess their readiness to change and you can't always really understand the challenges from the perspective of the patient. It's more from the family members. So when you're assessing domestic violence or substance abuse, of course, you're going to have the family say this is a challenge, but the the patient may not be at that readiness to change and may not really uh, view the same issues as the family does. So I find that as a challenge. Outstanding. Now, listeners, don't go away. We will be right back with more to share. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. 
Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamrego one at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Welcome back, listeners. We are here on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. This is Dare to Soar, and I am Dr. R.C., your host. Now, before I go back into it, I often share with you guys that I am on nine social media platforms. So allow me to give you a couple of those right now. iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And I'll share more um, as we go on throughout the podcast. Now, as I stated in the beginning, I'm calling upon all social workers across the globe. You, If you have your degree in social work and practicing in this field, I need you to be a part of this because we are launching or I am launching a hashtag and the hashtag is hashtag S-R-E-R, which is social workers, R and the letter R, essential, the word essential spelled out in the letter N, covid 19. And because we are, we are definitely essential in COVID-19. And as you hear more, this is just touching the iceberg as I speak with both of my guests this morning. So now, Ms. Presbury, I have uh, a question for you. I read in your bio that you currently work in the ER. Therefore, I'd like to ask how the next steps are currently addressed when patients are in need of further interventions. Sure, and that's a great question. Um, If the need is for outpatient therapy, what I do is provide resources to local community agencies and also to therapists that may be providing telehealth counseling services. Um, If the need is for acute safety and mood stabilization, meaning that they're at risk of danger to themselves or others, what I do is I reach out to inpatient psychiatric facilities and I present the patient for possible admission so that they can become safe and um, be evaluated by a psychiatrist. These admissions are typically for five to seven days. Outstanding, outstanding. Now, listeners, as I always say, I hope that you are taking notes. And if you'd like to join in this conversation, the call-in number is 1-866-451-1451. I'm speaking with two young ladies who are medical social workers and on very different sides of the universe, for lack of a better term. And that is very true because 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One is in Virginia and one is in New Mexico. So, as we can see, as this conversation goes on... This is great, great information to know of individuals who are essential workers in COVID-19 and social workers also. So let me let me go ahead and continue on. Ms. Flanko, and well, let me ask both of you this. In an intense environment of fear, and I have to say that again, in an intense environment of fear and stigma, as social workers, what have you both been able to uh, how have you both been able to build awareness and to combat the myths because we know that there are so so many of those who are on the outside looking in about the coronavirus I feel like the best way to combat those myths are by educating them I feel social workers were vital in providing education and helping people understand that this is real. It's not just a media hype or a fear-provoking media ploy. Um, helping people understand that what they can do to stay safe, how they can keep help keep other people safe for the greater good of our environment and our community. Um, helping people understand that, you know, cultures are different in New Mexico and their loved one is infected and impacted by corona, not just um, physically, but sometimes spiritually and emotionally and and how isolating um, can impact the, the geriatric community and how also it impacts people of other cultures who, who they just can't do that. Um, sweat lodges here in, in New Mexico are a big thing in the Native American community and people can't go in those right now. So helping them to understand that physically uh, for the greater good of their community, for the greater good of society, we just can't do those kind of things right now. And I feel like that education is vital to help people understand and not be necessarily afraid, but understand the real impact that it can have on us as a society. Mm, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. that wealth of knowledge in, in New Mexico and what's going on, because it's a reality that 
oftentimes an assumption can be made about what's going on, but to hear the up close and personal is always just outstanding. And it provides growth and knowledge for those that are listening also. Now, Ms. Presbyterian, would you respond to that same question as I've asked being that we're in a time of fear and stigma as a social worker, what have you done or been able to do to build awareness and to combat myths about the coronavirus? Well, I definitely agree that education is important. Um, for me to build awareness, what I do is I post several times a week to social media about the importance of staying home and only leaving if you absolutely have to. I also post how I'm practicing social distance myself. Um, I post pictures of me wearing my mask when I'm out in public or wearing my mask when I'm in the emergency room. And as far as myths, pretty much the same. I post on social media the facts about COVID-19 and the coronavirus and um, a lot of information from the CDC so that the information is coming from a reliable source. Outstanding, outstanding. Listeners, I just want to remind you once again about our conversation. I am sharing with everyone across the globe why social workers are essential in COVID-19 by speaking with two medical social workers, Mrs. Renisha Pressberry from Virginia and Mrs. Amy Miss Amy Flinko of New Mexico. Now, as I stated, I'm calling upon all social workers across the globe to join into this because we need to embrace this as the work that we are doing most definitely first and foremost. And then we need, this is our opportunity to all come together as one. So those who are in Australia, India, South Africa, and Canada, who I'm uh, related with on social media, I need for you guys to tune in. It's time for another commercial break. Do not go away. I will be right back in a few moments. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it escape from hell a woman's story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knudsen's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse the book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding she was inspired to help others and her book is a vital tool through this process Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knudsen is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement, and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast, 
To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. Welcome back once again, listeners. We are coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. I am Dr. RC, your host, and you are listening to Dare to Soar. Right before we jump back into everything, I wanted to give you two more of those social media platforms, which is SoundCloud and CastBox. Now, let's proceed on. Mrs. Pressberry and Ms. Flinko, I'd like to ask, how, how have your roles changed since entering into this new normal? Sure, um, I'll answer that. Um, working in the emergency room, one thing I've always done was wipe my surfaces down before and after my shift. Now I'm wiping down throughout the shift. So that's something that's changed for me. Um, another thing I would do before is I'd go into every patient's room. Um, as social workers, we provide some sort of counseling if needed sometimes in the chair right at bedside. Um, now when I go in a patient's room, I do so wearing PPE, which is the personal protective equipment. I make sure to stand six feet away from them. And some patients I may only provide outpatient referrals, meaning that I give the information to the nurse and that the nurse will then give it to the patient at discharge. Um, in some cases, I may still go into the patient's room, but if I do, it's still on a case-by-case basis when before I would go into everyone's room. And previously in the hospital, I had an open-door policy for the doctors and the nurses. Now I have a sign on the door encouraging the staff to practice social distancing, as well as a sign that informs the staff to not first or call me. Um, because with an open door policy, they would just come in and I was okay with that. But now with everything that's going on, um, I do encourage the staff to practice the social distancing. So that's pretty much my new normal. Mm. It, it's interesting how things change so quickly and it causes your antennas to go up immediately because you have to react and respond to this change as well. And then be cautious also. So, Ms. Flinko, please answer that question. Also respond to that. How has your role changed since entering into this new normal? Sure. That is a great question. Um, My role has changed quite significantly in the hospital. You know, there's always a push and a pressure to get people out of the hospital, get them discharged, get them moving on their way, open up new beds. What I'm finding is that when I call to talk to the families about the discharge plan and to get freedom of choice, that sort of thing. I'm spending a great amount of time, a greater amount of time just listening to these families process their worries, their fears. So um, I have to, I had to learn to kind of meet them where they're at. And instead of pushing the discharge plan or what was needed in that instance is just providing a lot of active listening um, and hearing them and realizing that you know, have to validate their fears and worries, but also help educate them. But then realizing that they have real worries other than just discharge planning, like food insecurities and challenges paying bills. Sometimes the person that I have in the hospital that I see as my patient, it's their primary breadwinner in their home. 
and they don't know where the next paycheck's coming from. They don't know where they're going to get their next meal from, and they're worried and they're scared. So sometimes it's alleviating those and helping provide resources for those real challenges and fears before I can even get into talking to them about where their loved one is going next. Mm-hmm. That is uh so, so very interesting. And listeners, as you can tell that the procedure and the process, because of the dynamics of where the location is, the way that patients are addressed is just a little bit different. But the work, the work is still the same, which is so, so powerful and impactful because the practices that go on with social work, it is something to very seriously take note of and pay attention to. And that's why this broadcast this morning is so, so vitally important. Now, I want to continue on. Uh, Ms. Pressberry, as a medical social worker who works in the emergency room, have you taken can, uh, have you taken note of any increases with incoming patients experiencing various mental health issues as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic? Um, well, Dr. R.C., during my shifts, I haven't noticed any increases or evaluated anyone that has related their mental health issues with the COVID-19 pandemic, but we are a 24-7 operating facility, of course, so it couldn't happen on other shifts. I just haven't noticed it on my shifts, but I would like to mention that I have noticed a decrease in overall patients coming to the emergency room. Um, I'm thinking that people are listening to the stay-at-home order and they're not coming into the emergency room for things that aren't a real emergency. So that's something that I've been I understand. I see. I see. So let's continue on. And that's very interesting also because we know that when you're in for a very long time, uh, you get over anxious, bottom line. So to take note that we do have individuals that are paying attention to that stay home order is definitely great. It's definitely great. So the numbers increasing, that is a plus. But my um, thought is that after This is, I am sure, more than sure that your numbers for mental health issues are definitely probably going to increase because when you start that gathering all over again, there are so many dynamics that play into that, that it is just going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And we are going to keep update with that also. So, but thank you for sharing that information also. Now I'd like to ask both of you, what are some ethical obligations being that we are no longer able to provide services in the traditional way? Now, as we know that uh, things have have just changed uh, a bit with that, and you guys tapped on that just uh, a little bit. So would you care to expand even more on that? I think in the ICU, like I said, we're not doing face-to-face visits right now. And so the struggle is, you know, how do we honor confidentiality? How do we honor what is in the best interest of the patient when we're getting the perspective from the family? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I wanted to just bring that back again, full circle, because when we talk about the ethical obligations, you know, there are so many different things that play into that. There are so many things play into that. But listeners, we're going to hold for right now. We will be back back after this commercial break. 
Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Careers and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BB Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Mike Zorick, a three-time California state champion in Greco-Roman wrestling at 114 pounds. Mike, blind since birth, was born in Hartford, Connecticut. He was a six-time national placer, including two seconds, two-thirds, and two-fourths. He also won the Veterans Folk Style Wrestling twice at 152 pounds. In all these tournaments, he was the only blind competitor. Nancy Zorick, a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions in several states. Her father, a commercial artist who shared his instruments with his daughter and helped her fine-tune her natural abilities, influenced her decision to follow in his footsteps. Ms. Zorick has enjoyed a fruitful career doing what she loves. Listen Saturday mornings at 12 Eastern for The Nancy and Mike Show for heartwarming stories and interesting talk on the B. BBM Global Network. Welcome back, listeners. I am Dr. RC, your host, and you are listening to Dare to Soar, live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. I'm having a conversation as information is being shared with everyone across the globe why social workers are essential in COVID-19 by speaking with medical social workers, Mrs. Renisha Pressberry from Virginia and Ms. Amy Flinko from New Mexico. Now, at the break, um, 
Ms. Flanko shared some information and it's definitely worth the both of them responding to, which is the ethical responsibility of social workers, medical social workers at this time. So Ms. Pressberry, would you go ahead and respond to that first and then I will come back to Ms. Flanko with that. Sure. Um, the, the main thing about being a social worker, of course, is that we have the code of ethics. So if there's ever a reason that um, you're unsure about what to do, we do have these values and these principles that we go by that's already been set out generations before us. Um, one of the main values, of course, is dignity and worth of the person. And as far as the ethical obligation, um, I just believe that you know, continue to ensure that each patient is still treated with dignity and respect by me, by the staff that are there, um, by anyone that's in contact with the with the patient. Outstanding. Ms. Blanco, go ahead. I feel like, you know, like the values and ethics are so vital to what we do as social workers. And right under the ethic or value of um treating our patients or our patients coming first is that we come next. We take care of each other as social workers. And right now, a lot of social workers who are on the front lines dealing with this coronavirus and working with the patients and their families, they need the support. We need to be there for each other. It's so vital that um, we can lift each other up and be there to listen and help process their true feelings and emotions regarding what is going on as well. Mm, definitely, definitely. Listeners, let me give you that call-in number again, which is one 451 1451 I'm having this conversation to be shared with everyone across the globe why social workers are essential in COVID-19. Also, let me give you some additional social media platforms, which are uh, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and Podbean. Now, as we continue on, Ms. Flanko, have you come in contact with any patients that have been impacted by this pandemic? I would have to say that all of the patients that I'm currently working with have been impacted by COVID-19, either directly or indirectly. Yesterday, I spoke to a husband of a COVID-positive patient in the ICU. He, they have five children, and he's the primary breadwinner, and he's having to stay at home with the five children to quarantine. They've all had to be tested, and they haven't gotten their results back, so they're all having to be tested. And then indirectly, I have a patient that had a recent aneurysm and stroke and uh, has a new blindness, cortical blindness, and his family can't be with him. So he's having to be isolated in an ICU setting with tubes and equipment coming out of him, wearing mittens because he's agitated and he doesn't have anybody to be there for him other than the nurses. And it's very difficult for him. It's very difficult for his family. I spend probably 30 minutes to an hour on the phone with his wife almost every day to provide the support because she wants to know she can't lay eyes on him. What's going on with him? Who's taking care of him? Are they encouraging him to eat? I know he's having a struggle with that. And just, you know, him trying to navigate this new world where he can't 
be and he doesn't have that support of family being right there with him with him to encourage him and support him and it's a struggle for them both so although he doesn't have covid because his family can't come into the hospital to visit and sit by him and be there for him it's impacting them greatly oh definitely definitely and thank you so much for being uh transparent by sharing that story because that's information that definitely, definitely needs to be heard. As I said, social workers, this is an important conversation, uh, an important broadcast because this is an opportunity for all of us, all of us across the globe to come together as one. And I'm saying that because oftentimes in this field, we know we are the, I would say, unsung heroes. And that fact being that we do the work because we pour in the sympathy and empathy and all of those key factors. And when that occurs, it's almost like it goes unnoticed to a certain extent. But the skills that we possess are a unique skill set. It is a unique skill set. And let me just clarify something. I'm not dismissing any other profession. So that is not the case because we all enjoy working with our counterparts in the work that we do. As they say, it takes a village to accomplish a goal. And that is a very, very true fact that it does. But I'm speaking to this profession in particular on this day for the reason being of the different opportunities that and skill sets that we possess. And that's why it's so important. Our profession allows us to be in any environment at any time. Because as I shared, remember that number 40, because that is a critical, critical number. And that lets you know all the arenas that you will find a social worker in. And yes, today I'm speaking with medical social workers because this is a critical time and moment, because sometimes you can't take it but for one moment at a time. And then you can take it for one second at a time if you have to draw it back and then move forward until you're able to deal with the issues. But here are a group of professionals that are ready and prepared in each arena. Once again, I cannot say that enough in each arena to be able to address all of the things that come into play, the social and cultural impact and help manage challenges with health, aging, children, families and other life issues as well. So I want to continue on after having said that by asking Ms. Flanko another question. As we know, social workers have a very unique skill set. However, I'd like to ask how address how you address critical life threatening issues. But hold for right now. I will be right back to share that question again after this commercial break. Renaissance woman trailblazer. Maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe Tashandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. 
They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. MJ Domit is the owner of Expect to be Empowered, a company whose specialty is empowering people to live their best life by following their heart and accepting themselves unconditionally. After studying and making personal changes, MJ now focuses on giving others tools for self-empowerment. She provides individual and group workshops for people who are physically, emotionally, and spiritually blocked. Inspired by her work at Expect to be Empowered, MJ authored the book Waves of Blue Light, Heal the Heart and Free the Soul with accompanying empowerment cards. She is a Spirit Book of the Year Gold Medal Living Now Book Award winner. And her book is a number one Amazon bestseller in spirituality and was a 2012 gold medal winner recognized as the Living Now Spirit Book of the Year. An inspirational speaker, MJ will show you how you can repurpose every area of your life. Your life did not just happen to you. You chose it, which means you can change it. Visit www.expecttobeempowered.com or call 866-264-8024. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality? But it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like... I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Listeners, we have returned once again. I am Dr. RC, your host, and you are listening to Dare to Soar, live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. We have a caller on the line, and how are you doing this morning, caller? I'm doing fine, thank you. Okay. Would you please share uh, your first name and where you're calling from? My name is Charles, and I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona. I've been okay. a healthcare worker for over 45 years. Thank you so much, and we're so happy to have you on the call. And would you go ahead and ask your question, please? Yes, this is directed to Ms. Flinko. I know the stress that I was under for the AIDS virus and different things. But I would like you to please respond to the fact of how much mental and physical stress you're under and how you handle it and how this affects your life with your family and friends. That's a great question. Um, It affects every aspect of our life. You know, there's a true fear every day of going to the hospital. We're having to get screened before we can even enter, checking our temperature, asking questions, you know, for having any signs and symptoms. There's a true fear of um, coming into contact with COVID, COVID 
patients and providers who may have been exposed. We did have a recent exposure at the hospital. Um, it, it takes an impact, you know, when you talk to patients and their families several times a day and you're hearing their overwhelming fears, their overwhelming grief, um, sometimes it can it can impact you. I wouldn't be a human being if I didn't say it, it didn't impact me. It does. I look to my colleagues for support. I look to my leadership for support, my family. Um, I love having my dogs because they can give me a, a lick or I can give them a pat and we cuddle and snuggle and that really helps. I read a lot and music has just been very vital to my own personal um, well-being. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But mostly, you know, it's support of family and knowing that there are people there to, to hear me and allow me to vent and process occasionally. And actually doing this podcast, I think, is helping me to heal as well. Another question I would like to... Go ahead. I would, like, I would like to add something to that. Being a healthcare provider for all these years, I've developed PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder. And I just wonder, do you feel yourself showing any signs of having that disorder? And do you feel that you are no longer as tolerant towards your family and your friends that you used to be? You know, like, I don't personally have signs and symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, but I feel like that's a valid concern going forward when this all calms down. I think right now we're all in crisis mode and we're just operating, doing what we've got to do while still trying to maintain our, our um, social work ethics and values and being present for our patients, for the families that we work with. But I feel like when this dust settles on this pandemic that we're in right now, that that's going to be a true concern for all medical providers, not just the social workers, but the nurses, the techs, the doctors, people who are there living this, breathing this, doing this day in and day out. I believe, and especially patients in the ICU, that's a real syndrome that patients from ICUs have is a post-traumatic stress disorder related to being in the ICU. I think that's real, that's valid, and that's something we're definitely going to see a rise in when this dust settles. 
So I think as a social worker, it's valuable to promote that self-care that we're, we're taught to do from day one when we enter social work school, to um, look for the signs and symptoms of it, listen to the people that are around us who are saying, hey, you know, be mindful of this, be present, and just learning what our limitations are and when we need to say we need a break. I think that's valid and very uh, important. I'd just like to add that I just think it's wonderful. Finally, the healthcare profession is finally getting the knowledge from the public of the amount of work and how important we are to society. I know many times I work myself hours and hours, 30, 40 hours, and save people's lives and everything. And I have the patient look at you like, uh, okay, you know. You, you have to feel like what you're doing is important and people can should be recognizing what you do but you have to know that you have to feel the pride you have in yourself to motivate you to do what you do thank you again for all your work and service we appreciate well, thank it thank you much. and thank you for yours as well thank you and thank you caller for calling That's in all. you're welcome Now, listeners, um, as we can see, we had um, a great response to the questions that were asked and the acknowledgement as well. But I'd like to take that a step further because, as you can recall, I read in Ms. Pressberry's bio that she has dealt with military families. And that is a different aspect of social work. And although I'm speaking with medical social workers, her experience provides an opportunity to, and I would like for her just to tap into that uh, a little bit. And I'm asking this because our caller just shared about the PTSD. And we know that with military families, things kind of turn a different way because of the close-knitness of that. Uh, the military is a life of its own, and I can definitely share that because my husband is retired military also. So, Ms. Presby, would you just share a bit about that portion of it as well? Um, sure. Um, and like you mentioned, the, the military, they do have their own way of life. They do have their own culture. They have experienced a lot of changes as well. Some of the bases have been closed. Um, some of the military families that I have been able to provide face-to-face -face counseling with has um, now is telehealth. So that's a different, um, a different thing on its own because a lot of people aren't familiar with doing counseling over the phone or through a computer. So there's been a change in that. Um, also with dealing with some PTSD or some other mental health issues that they may have been experiencing and now we're going through a pandemic. So, so that contributes to some things as far as not being able to go out or only going out during a certain time or being indoors with your family all the time when before you were able to go out. So um, I have noticed, I've noticed a change in that. As far as my role as a military counselor, um, I'm also working inside. So that's different for me as well. Okay, fantastic. Listeners, it is time for another commercial break. Don't go away. I know that each and every one of you are truly enjoying this conversation. Be right back. 
MJ Domit is the owner of Expect to be Empowered, a company whose specialty is empowering people to live their best life by following their heart and accepting themselves unconditionally. After studying and making personal changes, MJ now focuses on giving others tools for self-empowerment. She provides individual and group workshops for people who are physically, emotionally, and spiritually blocked. Inspired by her work at Expect to be Empowered, MJ authored the book Waves of Blue Light, Heal the Heart and Free the Soul with accompanying empowerment cards. She is a Spirit Book of the Year Gold Medal Living Now Book Award winner. And her book is a number one Amazon bestseller in spirituality and was a 2012 gold medal winner recognized as the Living Now Spirit Book of the Year. An inspirational speaker, MJ will show you how you can repurpose every area of your life. Your life did not just happen to you. You chose it, which means you can change it. Visit www.expecttobeempowered.com or call 866-264-8024. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. We are here on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. This is Dare to Soar, and I am Dr. R.C., your host. Now, listeners, as I share throughout the broadcast, uh, I'm sharing with everyone across the globe why social workers are essential in COVID-19 by speaking with medical social workers, Mrs. Renisha Pressberry from Virginia LCSW and Ms. Amy Flinko of New Mexico LCSW as well. Now, Ms. Flinko, right before our caller called in, we're so, so appreciative of him sharing information and you providing feedback as well, as well as Ms. Uh, Pressberry providing some feedback as it pertained to the PTSD portion of it. Ms. Flanko, I'd like to ask, as we know, social workers have a very unique skill set. However, how do you address critical life-threatening issues? And I'm asking that because you are in an ICU unit. So first of all, I always try to assess what the health literacy is, what the knowledge and understanding of the current condition and prognosis is with the families and the patients. Um, then I try and meet them where, they, where they're at. You know, they may be on a different thought level or different plane of understanding than what our providers are or what I may even be at. Um, and then I try and answer their questions and concerns to help alleviate fears and just help them get a broader understanding. I recently had a patient who had a devastating non-survivable stroke. They did allow his wife and daughter in to be with him as they were going to withdraw care. Uh, the patient 
had always done everything for his wife. He paid the bills. He was the breadwinner. He did everything. She had no idea of anything. The daughter had actually been the power of attorney for the patient. And what their real concerns were is how is this patient's wife going to manage now that the patient's gone? Like, what, how is she going to get through this every day? So it was helping them get real resources for what happens next. Where do I go from here? Calling Social Security, getting access to bank accounts. Um, the, in the end, the mom, uh, the patient's wife, ended up signing a power of attorney so that the daughter could come in and, and just help support her and help her walk through all of those stages and then helping them decide, you know, things like what funeral home or, or what are the options for funeral planning and, and what happens with that? What happens when this patient dies and what happens to their body? Where does their body go? You know, just real, just giving them the tangible information and resources that they're asking for. And that's what's important. It's not my agenda. It's what they need, what they want, what they feel is important. Uh, to their situation and it's always very helpful for them to um, have things that they can do and where do they go next and and really understand what's going on. Outstanding, outstanding. Now Ms. Pressberry, I'd like to ask you, uh, Ms. Flanco went into this a bit with the caller. So as we begin to wrap up for this morning, please share what are you doing to maintain your self-care? Oh, yes. And self-care is very important. And as social workers, we need to practice that. Um, what I do is I exercise. Um, I spend time with my family. When I'm with my family, it's my family time. Um, I try not to discuss or bring work home with me. I also have a routine I follow, especially with us being on stay-at-home orders. I make sure that we do follow a routine. And I set three realistic goals a day. to um, So I'm able to do things and, and feel good about the goals I've accomplished. Outstanding, outstanding. Now, my time is almost done for this morning, but... Um, before we end the show, I'd like for the both of you to share an empowerful and impactful message, a one-line message for all who are tuned in that will remind them that safety comes first and even more aware as even more awareness is uh, provided. Ms. Flanco, would you go ahead and provide one sentence? Always know that you make a difference and that you're valuable to put to promoting the health and, and well-being of the greater good of society. Thank you. Ms. Uh, Pressberry, one sentence. I know some people are experiencing many different emotions in regards to this pandemic, so I just will encourage people to follow the CDC guidelines, and if you're having any unsafe thoughts, to please go to your nearest emergency room. Thank you, ladies, so much. That is my time for this morning. I so appreciate the both of you joining me. Everyone, remember to stay safe as we continue to go through this new normal. And remember that hashtag, hashtag social workers are essential in COVID-19. Post a picture of yourself with your title and your role, and let's all come together as one. This is Dr. RC, and you've been listening to Dare to Soar on the BBM Global Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Talk with you next week. 
This has been Dare to Soar with your host, Dr. R.C. Come take a ride and soar to your highest level possible each week on Dr. R.C.'s Dare to Soar. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.